crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on The Docket with Karen Curtis. This week on The Docket, a one-time Democratic nominee for governor of Florida has been indicted on fraud and conspiracy charges. Federal prosecutors said Andrew Gillum and his longtime advisor Sharon Letman Hicks conspired to commit wire fraud by unlawfully soliciting and obtaining campaign funds by making false promises. Gillum and his aide told donors the money would be used for legitimate purposes when in fact prosecutors said Gillum used the money for himself. The former Tallahassee mayor and 2018 Democratic nominee for governor of Florida surrendered to the FBI. In a statement, Gillum called the case political, not legal, and vowed he would be clear to the charges. A new social media challenge has two teenagers facing battery charges in Broward. Pembroke Pines police arresting Andrew Morales and Ryan Kiros for allegedly shooting at about 25 people with pellet guns. Police believe the two 18-year-olds were doing this as a part of TikTok's Orbeez challenge. Police say pellet guns can cause serious injury and Several victims were shot in the face, including a senior citizen. The legal battle between Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie's families continues in Florida. Judge Hunter Carroll will decide if the case will go to a jury trial. I can't set a trial right this second because there's no default. But because you requested a jury trial, we're going to have to impanel a jury on it, assuming that you're going to proceed with the case. Tito family filed a lawsuit against Laundrie's parents claiming that they were aware that their son murdered Gabby and refused to act on the situation. It also alleged that they were keeping their son's whereabouts a secret and making arrangements for him to leave the country. A coroner concluded Gabby was strangled to death last year while the couple was on a cross-country road trip. Laundrie later killed himself in Florida. Rent hikes in South Florida are exceeding 40% over the last year. If you receive a three-day notice in the mail or on your door or anything like that, it's very important to call an attorney sooner rather than later because sometimes it can take a very long time to actually get the money to your landlord. An attorney for Florida Rural Legal Services wants you to know there's a pile of federal money to help South Florida residents who can't afford to pay their rent or utilities. Reach out to us for help. Reach out to the county for help. Reach out to your landlord and let them know what's going on. And hopefully you can come out of this tough situation in the best way possible. Zaid Basha says there are millions of federal dollars available to local residents who have have gotten an eviction notice or who have already vacated their home. And even if you end up moving out at some point soon, that money can cover your balance with the landlord so you're not on the hook for anything later on. The county offers relocations that will pay your new landlord your first month's rent, your last month's rent, and security deposit. Basha also explains the new West Palm Beach ordinance requiring landlords to give a 60-day notice before they can hike your rent. Florida passed a law in 1977 banning rent control and no local governments in Florida have used the available exemption for housing emergencies since that law passed. To contact Florida Rural Legal Services, call 888-582-3410. Tyree was too big to have been on the ride. The weight limit was 286 pounds, but they did not follow their own restrictions. Attorney Benjamin Crump says Tyree Sampson, who fell off a ride in Orlando, died from blunt force trauma and multiple internal organ lacerations. The 14-year-old fell to his death at the Orlando Free Fall Ride at Icon Park in March. Sampson's father wants park officials to take down the ride. A 300-pound, six-foot-tall black bear was shot and killed by deputies in Royal Palm Beach this week after an hours-long standoff. The noise, probably. I think that's what scared the bear, and then it came down. Then I heard the three shots. Officials feared it would harm residents or disrupt traffic. 
A Port St. Lucie dog breeder who bragged about his wealth on social media is safe after being robbed, assaulted, and kidnapped by three men who were posing as interested dog buyers. While the suspects forced the victim to drive, he saw a deputy and intentionally committed a traffic violation so he would get pulled over. Then he was afraid to tell the officer he had been kidnapped, so he gave the deputy a hand motion, which the officer recognized. And then as he started walking away, he had his back to me, and he put his hand behind his back, and he made a gesture with his hand like he was shooting a handgun facing down. Um, and that made the, the hair on my neck kind of stand up. The suspects were arrested and charged with kidnapping, carjacking, armed burglary, and home invasion. And finally, an alligator has been euthanized after eating a Florida man's dog like it was nothing, according to the dog's owner. Josh Wells says that he was playing fetch with little Toby on a trail in Tallahassee when the gator shot up out of the water so quickly that Toby never even had a chance and didn't even have time to bark. Wells says he bought Toby for his son during the pandemic. That wraps up the docket. Case closed.